the unfamiliar words and phrases cause you to stop and think a moment, almost as if shaking you out of a stupor. One of those, I've heard that verse a million times kind of stupors. Hey there, friend. Welcome to Beneath the Fig Tree. I'm Rose, and I'm so glad you're here, like really a lot. And can I tell you something? We all know that Bible reading and prayer are so important. They're non-negotiable even. But I also believe that there's so much more to a great devotion life than the, quote, perfect quiet time we've all been taught about. I want to give you permission to lay down the guilt and the shame about what your devotional life looks like compared to what you think it should look like so that you can discover how you best relate with God and then cultivate a devotional life that you love and look forward to. Around here, I'll share loads of inspiration, lots of tools and encouragement, all to help you cultivate the kind of meaningful relationship with God that you've always longed for, but you just didn't know how to make it happen. Ready to cultivate a devotional life you love? Grab a cup of friend and let's chat. If I speak with eloquence in earth's many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels, but I don't have a profound thoughtfulness and unselfish concern for other believers, regardless of their circumstances or their station in life, growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, and if I possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains, but have never learned to reach out to others in love, then I am nothing. And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything I owned to feed the poor and surrender my body to be burned without the pure motive of love, I would gain nothing of value. 1 Corinthians 13 is one of those passages that we've all heard countless times. And it's often called the love chapter. We can see it in like home decor and greeting cards. Y'all, it's in all the places. In fact, we hear it so often, especially in February, that we don't actually hear it anymore. It has in some ways become cliche. Even the subject of love itself is one that has become so watered down and common that our concept of love is deeply flawed. But the Bible has so much to say about the topic. In fact, according to the Blue Letter Bible, the word love appears in the NIV translation 574 times in 526 verses. And in the New Living Translation, it's 645 times in 575 verses. God is love, and love is so important to him that he spends the whole Bible explaining it to us. The verses that you heard me read at the beginning of the episode, they were from 1 Corinthians 13. In fact, they were verses 1 through 3. 
but they weren't all from one translation. So it may have sounded kind of familiar, but kind of not. And that's actually the point of looking at scripture in different translations or in different versions. The unfamiliar words and phrases, they can cause you to stop and, and think a moment, almost as if shaking you out of a stupor. You're one of those, I've heard that verse a million times kind of stupor. I'm going to read them again, and this time, I encourage you to really listen to the words. If I speak with eloquence in earth's many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels, but don't have a profound thoughtfulness and unselfish concern for other believers, regardless of their circumstances or their station in life, growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong, a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, and if I possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains, but have never learned to reach out to others in love, then I am nothing. And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything I own to feed the poor and surrender my body to be burned, without the pure motive of love, I would gain nothing of value. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 13, 1-3. When you read through and meditate on scripture in multiple translations, you can get a deeper, fuller, clearer meaning of what God means when he calls us to love others. In this month that's known for love, may I encourage you to spend some time meditating on 1 Corinthians 13, to dig deep and let them dig deep into you. I'm going to give you three different ways that you can do that. The first would be to read through the verses in multiple translation, like the whole book, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. In that section that I read to you at the beginning, I pulled from the Amplified Version, the New Living Translation, the NIV, and the Passion Translation. And then the second thing would be to write the verses that Holy Spirit highlights to you using the parts from each different translation that actually resonates with you. And even if you aren't a journaler, writing out the scripture can help it to really sink in. And we'll talk about more about that in another episode, but writing it out has a lot of benefits. And then the third thing would be to make it personal. And you can do that by putting your name in anywhere you see the word love in the scripture. So it might sound a little something like this. Rose, or love, Rose is gentle and consistently kind to all. She refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Rose does not brag about her own achievements, nor inflate her own importance. I realize it can sound a little bit weird putting your name in there, but there's just something about doing that that really helps you to connect with it on a personal level. 
And I have a couple of resources that you may find helpful. The first one would be that last year I created a scripture cultivation on this topic. And if you're new to the Fix community and you're not sure what those are, scripture cultivations are, they're sort of like a scripture reading list or a scripture writing list, but actually they're more because my heart is always to help you explore lots of different ways to engage with God so that you can discover the ones that best help you connect with them. The scripture cultivations are free and I'll drop a link to those in the show notes. And that second resource is actually a video that I did that helps to understand the differences between translations and then how they can help you understand God's word better. It was actually part of this video series I did called the 119 Bible Bootcamp and I'll leave that link down in the show notes for you too. So let's cultivate a devotional life that you love, like really love. It is possible, and it's easier than you think. Chat soon, friend.